0: In the book, The Sadness of Geography, My Life as a Tamil Exile, is the story of Logotasan Tharmatharai, also known as Das. Now, he was born to a wealthy family in Sri Lanka. Das and his family, though, lost everything during the Civil War there. And then back in 1985 at the age of 18, he decided that uh, he would leave his home in a desperate bid to build a better life. And Das, the author of The Sadness of Geography, uh, joins me here in studio now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Das, good afternoon. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in.
1: uh, Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, First off, I mean, this is just an unbelievable journey when you read this book. And can you take us back kind of to the beginning? Because uh, you ended up in a refugee camp, imprisoned and living with drug dealers. Is that right?
1: Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's in Paris. Um, So I will give you some background of Sri Lanka and start of the civil war. Mm -hmm. Um, In Sri Lanka, the majority ethnic group is Sinhalese. And the minority ethnic group are Tamils. Um, Tamils speak Tamil language and Sinhalese. Singular language, and I'm from the minority group. Uh, in 1948, after the colonial rule, British left Sri Lanka. So the majority, the single, is they form the government. Mm-hmm. And then the Sri Lankan government sponsored uh, many pogroms, meaning acts of genocide towards Tamil people. So after the infamous uh, anti-Tamil pogroms in 1983, a rebel group called Tamil Tigers uh, declared the war against the Sri Lankan government.
0: Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, uh, you actually became a member of the Tamil yes,
1: Tigers. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. When, when uh, that was the best choice at that time, because if you stay home, you will be get arrested or murdered or killed. So joining the the group was like, like a safer place. Mm-hmm.
0: So this wasn't a group that you really aligned yourself with or believed in, but this was just a decision you made for your own survival. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big part of this book is exactly that. And I think uh, one of your big messages is to have a frank and honest dialogue and discussion about sort of the risks and the compromises that people are, are willing to make when they're, when they're basically searching for sanctuary, deaths uh,
1: Yes, yeah. So back home, I was living in a cocoon. For a long time um but then the when the war started then we realized you know uh this is something serious that this, this is a cultural genocide so that's the time that i decided that well this is not a place for me to live there anymore than i decided to leave i was actually chased by a military helicopter and then also i was molested by a group of single soldiers and then my father's business started to topple down, and barely we were begging for food. So Anupam and I, we have pretty much nothing left. So then I joined the rebels. Then after that, things weren't working well for Tamil people, even though joining the rebels. Then I decided, maybe it's better to leave the country and find a better home outside, elsewhere, mm-hmm. and I should be able to bring my home.
0: And how and when did you decide Canada? could be a home for you?
1: Well, initially my journey uh, was, um, um, I t- I traveled to West Berlin. And then from West Berlin, I was sent to Nuremberg in East, West Germany. Um, then I was in touch with my brother who lived in France. So then he said that, okay, why you come and live with me? He will arrange me to go over. So then, I was ended up being smuggled across the borders to go to France, and that's why I realized my brother and everybody else living with the drug dealers. So then I was kind of heavily involved with the drugs. And then I decided that I'm not making any difference. I'm not helping my family, so let me to do something different.
0: Yeah, basically, there's no future here for yeah. for me for, so for yeah, you. In, yeah.
1: in even in France, because I was living as a as a on a, a visitor's visa. Mm-hmm. So then I used an illegal passport and tried to come to Canada because Canada was helping refugees to mm-hmm. build up their life.
0: What was it like in the beginning when you got here to Canada? What was it like for you?
1: Oh, well, usually when I travel to other countries, I ended up in, in jail or cavity surged or in a refugee camp, but Canada was different for me when I came. Um, the immigration officer actually, you know, opened their arm and welcomed me. And they gave me food at the time, and I surrendered my illegal passport. So that moment, I said, this is the country for me to build up my life.
0: Did you feel like you were being heard, that you were being understood maybe uh, for the first time, both what you had been through and what you eventually wanted uh, to to accomplish, where you hoped your life could be?
1: Yes, yes, yeah. The way they treated me, lots more different than other countries. Uh, I got my work permit within two weeks after I landed, and then I started to work in a restaurant as a dishwasher, and then I built up my life. Uh, At the beginning, it was a challenge as a new immigrant. I speak very little English, because I learned English in, in London, England. But it is not a really a fluent to communicate with the others. So I had some challenges, but I was able to learn the language. I was able to adapt to Canadian culture. And then I was able to build my life here. And
0: build your life and have a family. You have uh, sons now? That-
1: yes. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm married with two children. My wife. My older son Eric, he's twenty-seven years old. Uh, he lives in the U.S. My younger son is twenty-three years old. He's the one that I live with him in downtown Toronto during the week.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, uh, looking back at all of this, uh, and this might be a tough question to answer in just a few sentences, but what does Canada mean to you, Das?
1: Canada mean to me is a country that gave us hope and freedom. So there are millions of refugees around the world. Um, And there's, they probably suffering, but I was lucky enough to be able to come here and able to build my life. So Canada is my new home now. I never looked back ever since.
0: Why did you call the book The Sadness of Geography? What's the meaning behind the title?
1: Uh, There's a lot of sadness happening around the world um, due to hurricane, tsunami, Earthquake, But my book uh, describes a different kind of sadness. Uh, the sadness is caused by persecution, meaning abuse, racial or political mm-hmm. beliefs, or genocide. That's the kind of sadness that, that many people are going through. The reason it became the title, because a lot of people are unaware other people how they are facing because of the circumstances where they were born and lived. So that's what at least another, I call my book as Sanders of Geography.
0: Yeah, what would you like the reader to to take away when they close the book, when they're done the book? Uh, what do you hope they take away from it?
1: Well, I would like to, for them to, uh, I'm hoping that they will have a refugee experience by reading my book and see who we are and why we left our homeland. So hopefully, they will have a better better understanding of the, the immigrants and refugees, that, you know, why we leaving our home behind and come here and to build up their life.
0: Well, as we mentioned, the book is entitled The Sadness of Geography, My Life as a Tamil Exile. Das, thank you so much for coming by. It's a real pleasure to meet you and thanks for sharing your story here with us uh, today.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you, Shebar and the rest of the talk X40 crew for giving me the opportunity to have this discussion.
0: You bet, my friend. Thanks again for coming in.